Hey, Fire Nation. This is a special episode with Davis Seidman Garland where we talk all about how you can create awesome online courses. Go to eofire.com slash course to get the latest and greatest free material on how to create an awesome online course. The webinar we talk about in this episode is come and gone, but you can still get free awesomeness at eofire.com slash course. Entrepreneur on Fire 919. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. The Fire Nation newsletter is the bomb, and to get on it, all you need to do is text EO Fire to 33444. Get inside my head weekly and ignite. Ready to start your business? Go to LegalZoom.com today. Since they're not a law firm, you can get advice from LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys in most states. Enter FIRE in the referral box to check out for your special discount. LegalZoom.com, code FIRE. Looking for a website host that provides 24-7 live support, one-click WordPress installs, and an easy website builder? Visit HostCater.com slash FIRE and the number 30 for a 30% discount today. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our special featured guest today, David Seitman Garland. David, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, am I ready to ignite? I'm already on fire over here, baby. I'm ready (laughs) to go. JLD, DSG, I'm ready to get at it. Let's do it. Love it. DSG is the creator of The Rise to the Top and Create Awesome Online Courses. He helps people create and sell online courses with thousands of students in over 100 countries who have created successful online courses on everything from kindergarten teaching to snowboarding, you name it. This Thursday, Fire Nation, April 30th at 2 p.m. Eastern, JLD and DSG are combining forces and we're hosting a completely free workshop on how to create awesome online courses. You can snag your spot at eofire.com slash course. That's eofire.com slash course. And Fire Nation, you've heard the name DSG before. Episode 114. That's 905 episodes ago. This guy graced us with his presence. So if you want to hear his backstory, his journey, it's incredible. Go check it out. Just go to eofire.com, type in David in the search bar. That'll pop right up. But today, we're talking about making dollars, making sense, making online courses, and making them make an impact for you, your business, and of course, those who are going to become part of your bandwagon. So, David, what I want to do kind of here is walk Fire Nation through your entrepreneurial origin story, just meaning like what was that first step that you took away from the traditional life into the entrepreneurial life and really kind of fast forwarding to that first dollar that you made so we can kind of see what that looked like to get to where you are now, you know, with these millions of dollars in sales. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, and like I said, I'm, I'm an open book, happy to answer all this kind of good stuff because if it can help people, awesome, let's do it, you know? And so for me, actually, my first dollar was a really weird thing. My first dollar was actually sponsorship money, was actually sponsorship hmm. money. So I started uh, a web show and a podcast back in way before the days. I think John Lee Dumas was just a fetus. I'm not sure. <laughs> 100%. But it was in, in 2008. Uh, back in 2008, uh, I got started. And 
what I actually did was I created a web show and a podcast online and a local television show in St. Louis, Missouri. And I had built up a couple relationships with some local companies. So those were actually my first dollars was getting like a local gas station and stuff like that to be sponsoring my uh, journey early on. So that's actually where it began, which is a really weird place to start. Yeah. And I love that. And thinking back to me in 2008, you know, I was just about how you described, especially in the entrepreneurial world, I wasn't even a twinkle in the entrepreneurial eye. I had just quit law school. I had escaped to India for a four-month trek to kind of find myself. I was still over four years from launching Entrepreneur on Fire, but it was kind of around 2010, 2011 that I started picking up the pulse of podcasting. And Mixergy and Rise to the Top were my two go-tos. And, you know, as a listener, which was pretty cool, is you've always been an open book, DSG, and I've loved that about you. So I saw the different things you were trying, struggling with, succeeding with. So kind of take us to that era right now where you've kind of fast-forwarded a little bit and you have your own show now. You've seen the power of podcasting. You're kind of rocking the business iTunes section. What was that like? Totally. And, and, and I appreciate that. That was one of our list. I think I think your listeners was was you and my mom and some other people. So <laughs> that was all good. So yeah, so I did, you know, for people that don't know, I did a podcast for five years called The Rise to the Top, where I would interview entrepreneurs. And along this journey, because my business then was very different than it is now, right, was that there was, as you know, different aspects. There's growing your audience, there's creating content, and then, of course, the monetization side. And for years, I I don't want to say... I guess struggle would be the right word because it was really just about experimenting. You know, I didn't really know too much about this online course world yet when I was getting going with this. So my monetization strategy basically early on was really 100% sponsorship based. You know, no one knew who I was. People started to recognize guests on my show. I started to build up a bit of an audience. And as you know, John, and you've got sponsors too, it could be a fantastic thing, but it can also be a big challenge because I didn't want my revenue to be 100% based on someone else's decision. You know, they could wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Um, someone could get fired and move to a different company that you're working with. So you don't have, as you know, while sponsorships can be great, um, they can be tricky too. They can be very, very tricky to deal with. So I did sponsorships for a long time and, you know, we had a lot of big sponsors with my show. But also, I started to think, what can I do where I can start to control my revenue and really kind of, uh, you know, utilize what I think I'm good at, my strengths and not weaknesses. And so people kept telling me, you know, I got to do products and programs and, and all these different things. And I really didn't know what to do. So I started, you know, I actually ended up with a book next, John, which is ridiculous <laughs> looking at the journey. I mean, oh, it's I bought such, it. <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird backwards journey because, you know, as you know, when you first come out, when you start doing a podcast and when you're doing interviews, and, and John maybe can relate to this too, I'm sure, yeah. is that you don't necessarily have a quote-unquote expertise people are ready to pay for yet. Is that fair with you when you started? A hundred percent. Yeah. Or at least you don't know what it is. And, that, and that's totally fine, right? I didn't know either what, what, my, what my sort of quote-unquote expertise was. But I had some experience building an audience. I started building up. We had about you know 250,000 plus people that were tuning in monthly. It started getting bigger and bigger. And people then started asking me kind of marketing-related questions. How did I build the audience? How did I do this? How did I do that? And that actually led to a book deal with Wiley Publishing called Smarter, Faster, Cheaper, which I did in 2010. Now, what's funny about that 
is that was the first time of and it's so weird looking back now telling the story right. it's like it's like mind explosion you yes. know you know um is that that was my first offer directly to my audience i hadn't sold them anything directly before ever except for you know sponsorships and third party stuff this was my first thing that was mine that i was offering to my audience so that was really believe it or not my first quote unquote product was a book which is such a strange thing but i figured i'd share that as well now, this is what I love about podcasting specifically is when you're telling this story right now, DSG, like it took me back to Michigan in 2000 and I want to say 11. I was there during a, a summer. It was like just a week with my girlfriend, Kate, here and, and her family. And I took the canoe out on this lake and I was paddling around by myself, just kind of having some quiet time listening to podcasts. And it was a story or it was a podcast episode with you and Jamie Tardy, who ended up being my first podcast mentor about a year after that point. And Very I was cool. listening to your episode talking about your experiences writing the book, her experiences writing her book. And it was just so cool to hear how open and transparent you were because it wasn't all sunshine and unicorns, if I remember no. correctly. No. And I think I think where my struggling point with it is, and you know, as much as I, I like to surround myself with sunshine and unicorns, which is <laughs> fantastic world. I think what, what it was for me, and this is the irony kind of because the journey's gone so fast since then and since 2010, right, is that I just kind of was like, okay, I'm going to get this book and I'm going to try to sell it, you know, or get it in the hands as many people that are going to be able to learn from it. And that's what I'm going to do. I didn't have a course with the book. I didn't have any of these things that I should have had, you know, back in the day because I really was at a very beginning basis of knowledge. I, I was just starting to uncover this world of what I have deemed and now trademarked uh, mediapreneurs, <laughs> um, mediapreneurs, right, which is this world of the way I define it were these people that were essentially selling their expertise, creating these killer products online. They were helping people. And I think that's one of the key things. Like if you want to be successful with an online course or product or program, you have to come from that place of wanting to actually help people, right? I mean, you have to come from that place. And I started to see these people that were not only helping people, but they were making tons of money. They were living these cool lifestyles. Because realize, just like you, John, I interviewed entrepreneurs Big, small, mom and pop shops, uh, Tony Shea at Zappos. You know what I mean? Like every type of entrepreneur that was out there. And this little subset, this little tiny subset of mediapreneurs, I started resonating the most with because I was like, this is awesome. They don't seem as stressed. They, they have this freedom to work from where they want. They're selling something they already know. They've got raving fans and buyers. I'm like, I want to be in that club. You know, it, it was the Amy Porterfields. It was the uh, the Ryan Lees. It was the Marie Forleo's. It was it was those types of people that I started to uncover. And as you know, when you kind of take that wrapper off, um, you start to realize you're going down now a paper trail of like a million other people. So I literally started obsessing over this and did hundreds of interviews with these mediapreneurs because I was like, I want to do this, but I don't know what to do. You know, I didn't have my own course because I hadn't created it yet, right? So I, I, I had no idea what to do. And that was when I started thinking, well, what can I create that I know a lot of that I can sell for a premium price online and help people? And that's really where my course creating journey came from. A lot of people don't know this. 
I didn't start with anything related to courses. I wasn't one of those weird people that came out and had never created a course and was like, now I'm going to teach you how to create a course, right? Not at all. I did, you know, multiple six figures, actually right under seven figures in courses that had nothing to do with teaching courses before then I started teaching about courses. So I love the evolution of this journey and I kind of want to sum it up real quick as we've gone through it. We started with sponsorships, and this is definitely a revenue stream that Entrepreneur on Fire uses, and we definitely use it very successfully. I mean, we're bringing in over 70K a month on sponsorship revenue alone, which is awesome, but again, and we're going to get to this later, it's still not even close to a majority percentage of the revenue, and again, which is what we're going to be tying this into. The thing about sponsorships that you brought up, DSG, that I really loved was that sponsorship ties you to other people's decisions, and that's a place that we as freedom lifestyle entrepreneurs never want to be tied to other people's decisions. And there's one more point I want to make about this and get your feedback too. For sure. Sponsorships also tie you, ties you to continuing to produce content. Yes, yes, yes. You are on the treadmill. Um, <laughs> You're on the you treadmill. Know, you know, and, and sometimes the treadmill can be great, but too much treadmill and you're going to want to throw up. Exactly. And that's what I love about where we're going with this and where you moved into with the online courses. And, and that's just a massive real revelation for people to realize that you can step off that treadmill by doing some of the things we're about to be talking about soon. So then, you know, you realize what that sponsorship treadmill looked like. You moved into the books. You know, that opened some doors, opened your eyes up to yeah. what scale and leverage could be in a major way. But then you're saying, wow, I don't have this thing called air quotes funnel. Like there's nowhere that people are going after they're spending a dollar to five to nine dollars on my book that I'm getting like 20% of anyways. And like, where is that leading to really? And then there's another hundred books that just got published the next day too. So it's like, okay, that's a deluge. So you're starting to see this, you're starting to see these mediapreneurs, which you've trademarked, kind of take us to there now and move us forward. And one more thing I want to also mention that uh, now I'm just thinking back. It's funny as I go back yeah. to all the ways, all the things I tried. <laughs> yeah, I want to keep going work. to those too. Yeah. It's like also I do want to make make this important point too is that I was also as the book came out and all these different things doing one-on-one work and speaking as well. Oh, yeah. So I was doing some one-on-one coaching. I was doing uh, uh, – I was traveling around speaking. I was doing that kind of – that kind of thing, uh, if you will, too. <laughs> and as you know, that has its own set of problems with the number one problem being scalability totally. of doing that. Because how many people can you really coach one-on-one? How many events can you really go speak to? And at what cost? Um, what I mean, that is a personal cost. Like maybe you want to be home with your family. You want to do this. And I was a younger single guy at the time. Now I'm married with, with an 11-week-old. So it's a little different. <laughs> but You might then, be making a guest appearance, by the way. Might be making a guest appearance if she, she's in the background somewhere here. So, um, you know, and so, you know, there, there was its own challenges with that too. So I was looking at, you know, kind of my list of criteria moving forward here was I was like, okay, what can I control myself? What can I do to help people make a big impact, make a ton of money, right? Also as well, and doesn't require my time. It has a big leverage, meaning it, it's up to, up front time, but then I have an asset that I can continue to promote moving forward. Right. And I think that was the important thing to think about. So people, when it comes to online courses, fall into exactly two categories, John. And this is important. Category one is they know exactly what they want to create their course on. And if so, self high five or category number two is they're not sure what they want to create their course on. And I'm curious on you, John, when you did podcasters paradise, 
which was a big venture for you, were you more of a one or a two at that point? Did you know it like way before or was it something you kind of discovered? So real brief, when I launched Entrepreneur on Fire in 2012, and if you had told me that I was ever going to start a course, a community, a program that taught other people how to podcast. I said, I didn't even know how to podcast myself. I was going to do something in the business sphere because I was talking to entrepreneurs about business stuff. So I was really a cat three, which was just clueless. And so definitely more towards a cat two. All right. Nice. Makes sense. I was actually in category two as well. And I've got lots of students and customers of mine that are in category one and in a lot that are in two. I was definitely a two. And I think this is very, very important. So people... I remember a pivotal moment, John, this is so funny. I was speaking at an event in Texas, okay? And it was a women's entrepreneur event. It was 500 women and me, basically, um, which, you know. <laughs> this when you were still so single or married with a kid? I was, I was engaged. And I remember actually the, the head of the event came up on stage and said, he's engaged, folks. Not that there was, <laughs> not, not that, there was not that that was happening anyway. But anyway, um, not uh, the point of the story. Uh, the point of the story was that there was a lady who has been part of like my audience and bought my book. She's one of those people that like I would call her a super fan. She's really cool. Her name's Debbie. And Debbie came up to me. I remember this. I'll never forget this. She grabbed me by the arm, like physically grabbed me like hard, like hard for her. She's stronger than she looks. <laughs> and she says to me, David, when are you coming out with a course? And I said, Debbie, I don't, what are you talking about? I'm not doing it. What are you talking about? I don't have my own course. She goes, come out with it. I'm going to buy it. You need to do it. <laughs> I just remember this. And, and it was like when you reach that point where someone's like literally grabbing your arm, but I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I had interviewed all these people and I had basically a constellation of thoughts, you know, uh, and systems and different ideas I want to put together. So my first key thing was I had to discover what's my first course going to be on. This was so, so important. And I was definitely in a category number two. And what I really did, and this is so important, is I literally just started paying attention. I started thinking, what questions do I get on a daily basis or weekly basis on social media, in person, via carrier pigeon, uh, <laughs> you know, however people ask questions. And also, furthermore, were there any how-to posts or podcasts that I put up that did particularly well? Right. It was like sort of kind of putting these these little puzzle pieces together. And I started to realize, and again, this was back in, you know, 2010 ish, right, that people were really asking me about how to do online interviews. Why? Because that's what I was doing. I did, you know, over 500 on my show. Right. And so people were asking me, how do I get guests? How do I. Uh, you know, how did you get Tim Ferriss? How do I record it? How do I do all these different things? Those were the questions that were coming in and they were right under my nose the entire time. Now, by the way, it's completely shifted. Now people just ask me about online courses, which is awesome. And that's what my business is all about now, right? But back then it was all about interviews. So that is when I went on the journey of creating my first course, which was called Create Awesome Interviews. And that was my very, very first online course. And I did my very first launch and put my very first product together. So I'm loving this story. And there's one thing that I'm really excited to share with Fire Nation, and that's the most important question that you can ask your audience. It's something that David did both by looking back at what his audience had been asking him for a long time, and then he looked at the present time. What were they talking about right now? We're going to get to that in one second, Fire Nation, because DSG, we're going to thank our sponsors. 
It's one thing to get prospects to your website, but it's quite another to give them great user experience and engage them so they'll stick around. You might find yourself wondering how it all works, ranking in organic search results, designing your site so that it represents your brand. Which theme is the best? How do I optimize my site so I'm not missing out on turning my prospects into leads? Good news. You don't have to spend hours of your own time searching 10 different places for answers to these questions and resources that can help. Because when you host with HostGator, they offer all of this in one place. Everything from 24-7 live support to one-click WordPress installs, an easy-to-use website builder, or a design professional you can hire to do the work for you, plus marketing services. Yes, all in one place. Visit HostGator.com slash Fire30 for a 30% discount today. That's HostGator.com slash Fire in the number 30. Ready to start your own business today? Whether you want to incorporate or form an LLC, register your trademark to protect your products and services, or even apply for a patent to secure your invention, LegalZoom.com is here to help. Over the past decade, LegalZoom has helped more than a million people just like you turn their ideas into reality. And the great news, this month, for a limited time, you can get special savings on any trademark, copyright, or provisional patent application. Go to LegalZoom.com today to get started. They can even help if you have a great idea, but you're not sure where to begin. Since they're not a law firm, you can get great advice from LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys in most states. That means you can get the guidance you need to get your great idea off the ground. Don't forget to enter FIRE in the referral box to check out this month for your special discount. LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. Legal help is here. So DSG, we're back. And that number one question that's a mutual friend of ours, Derek Halpern, is really notorious for putting this into my mind. And I know he's talked about this a lot, is you have an audience. Now you ask them the question, what is the number one thing that you are struggling with? And then you just listen and you just sit back and you listen. You did that again by looking back over your journey and seeing what people had posted questions about, what your number one posts and podcasts were. Did you also do that to your current audience in a lot of different ways? Yeah, for sure. And also just a, just a uh, minor spoiler alert for the kids out there <laughs> is that on uh, during our uh, free training that we're going to be doing coming up here. That's going to be a big thing I want to teach everyone is this one question survey to send out that's going to have people drooling over what you want to talk about and you're going to get amazing feedback and it's really going to be a great first step regardless of whether you're a one or a two. So this is a plug and play survey for for people. For sure. It's a, it's a one question survey and, and we're going to talk about it during our, our training. But the thing is to keep in mind is that the survey could be great regardless of whether you want to, if you know what your course is or you kind of have an idea, right? It, either way, it's going to be very, very helpful because you start to pick up what language people use, how they use to describe things. And also, in my opinion, one of the greatest things that you can do with a survey is that you will pick up, like you will have a mind explosion again about how simple a lot of the questions are. And what do I mean by that? I don't mean that you're a genius or I'm a genius or, or obviously John Lee Dumas is a genius but the rest of, for the rest of us, <laughs> for the rest of us that are just struggling out there, right? Um, is that you'll be surprised. You might think right now, this is like a, a mental shift that a lot of people make. You might think that your topic, everyone already knows about, all about it. And the reality is they don't. 
They don't. Like I remember looking at this, the, the survey results of people and thinking, oh my God, people don't know how to record an interview online. Well, yeah, of course they don't. Most people don't. But I just assumed everyone knew how to do it. <laughs> you know, it, it was one of those things. It's like you're going to start to understand that you have a lot more expertise than you think. And I think that's one of the, the very important confidence building things uh, that a survey like this can, can do. And that is absolutely something that I did as well and do with every single thing I do. DSG, I want to remove some barriers right now because I know there's a lot of listeners that are out there and they're saying, you know, I know I have a course within me, but, you know, here's JLD and, and DSG and they're chatting and, you know, John broke seven figures with Podcasters Paradise last year. That was a guy who podcast teaching about podcasting. DSG broke seven figures and creating awesome courses online. And that's a guy who is, you know, teaching people how to create courses through his course. And, you know, that's the kind of correlation a lot of people are seeing. But the reality is, and you just have the absolute data to prove it, that there are countless industries, niches, verticals, focuses that people can uncover from themselves, from within, from their past experiences and current passions to create awesome online courses. So can we remove some of those barriers? Oh, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk. I love this, too. And, and just to give you a scope, John, just to, to reveal some stuff, too. My very first launch of Create Awesome Interviews, okay, I want you to guess how many people were on my my opt-in list for that. Take a guess. Uh, 1,200. 1,200. 400. Okay. 400 <laughs> people. First launch did $19,800. Wow. Okay? Just 400 19, people. 400 people, $19,800. Okay. Now, all relative. To me, that was like life-changing. I was like, wait a minute. I can, like, holy bananas, right? Like, this is unbelievable. Then- the next launch did about $80,000 wow. for that course. Then it got up to 250000 plus and, and, and on and on and on. So, you know, we got multiple six figures from multiple different products before I started teaching about online courses, which, which I mentioned earlier. But here's another thing to kind of keep in mind with the barrier. Um, there's a lot of myths, and we're going to talk about this during the training for sure. And one thing, though, is that there's a lot of topics out there that can certainly have courses that you might not think about. Here's an example. I've got a student of mine in Create Awesome Online Courses, uh, my program, who is the world's renowned expert of equestrian Tai Chi. <laughs> I don't know what equestrian Tai Chi is. It's either you're doing Tai Chi on the horse, the horse is doing Tai Chi on you. I don't really know what's going on. But let's just being said that her name's Jenny. She sells courses at $495 about this and has an incredible business from it. But here is one of the barriers, John, and this is something that's important. And we're going to talk more about this during the training. But there's no expert fairy that comes down, flies into your window at night and comes in and taps you on the shoulder and says, you know what? You're an expert. You should go teach. It just doesn't happen. I think a lot of people, most people that are listening to this, if not everyone, right, has something in them that they can teach that they know more about than a group of people that wants to learn it. And that's all it is, right? If you're just a step ahead of where those folks are, you're an expert. And I think that's an important thing to keep in mind. You don't have to be the world-renowned expert that has 25 books and sits on a, on a mountaintop somewhere like with a pipe or something and, and looking down and saying, all right, minions, come up and ask me expertise. <laughs> that's not what it's about. It's about relating to people that are like you and in, were in your situation, and you're basically helping them get from point A to point B. And I think that's one of the most important things. The expert fairy has yet to 
arrive. <laughs> and, you know, if you want me and John, we'll be your expert fairies. Yes. If you want me to be, we'll come in, we'll get our little wands and tutus and give you a little wave if that, if that works for you. I would love to see an Instagram of you and I in tutus. BTW. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't ever, don't ever put something like that out there because it will probably happen. Oh, man. So this is something I really want Fire Nation to absorb right here. Everything that DSG just said, 100%. In a court of U.S. law, an expert witness, and again, in air quotes here, an expert witness, they define an expert witness by someone who knows more than other people in the courtroom. That's it. They are considered an expert witness. So Fire Nation, if you sit down and you go to lynda.com and you sign up for $25 for a month and you take like an 8, 10, 12 hour course on Photoshop, I guarantee you, you have more Photoshop skills than 99.8% of people that are online right now. To those 99.8%, you are an expert in Photoshop. Now, that is what it takes, and that is the power behind this. So I just wanted to put an exclamation point on that, DSG. And I want to kind of move into right now the result of creating awesome online courses. I want to move into that. Because you, you know, yeah. you're doing that thing with the creating awesome interviews. You obviously had that light bulb moment that said, okay, that's great. But, you know, for me, my passion lies within the actual courses themselves. What is the result that happened when you made that shift for you personally? And then what are some results you've seen from some of your most successful people that have gone through this course? Yeah. And, and it's funny because it's, it's almost like when you hit that alignment of what you're what you want to do, what you're supposed to do. And, and like, it's, it's just amazing. Cause I had different stuff I'd tried in the past. I didn't like it. I did coaching programs and different things and membership stuff. And, and this just hit for me what I really wanted to do. And, and here was what some of the interesting things, first and foremost, uh, is that immediately you start to get people getting results. Cause that's the end of the day, what an online course is all about. It's about getting people a result, getting them from point A to point B as fast and as safe as possible right? That's your job. You're the shortcut, right? And so when I started here, uh, one of my first earlier uh, case studies that came in was a former park ranger named Nikki Elledge Brown, an assistant, I think she's an associate college professor, okay, who came in and did a copywriting course because she's incredible at it and did 50K on her first launch. What? Right? 50K on her first launch. Then it started snowballing. We've got now uh, you know, in the back end and actually on my blog and also inside my, my Create Awesome Online Courses program, we have just endless success stories in there. You know, people making everything from, you know what, $5,000 to $200,000. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and on up. Because it's getting that confidence and realizing that you can shift your entire business towards this model, which, which is, in my opinion, one of the most life-changing things. When people get that confidence, it's not, you know, not everyone's going to do $50,000 on their first course, right, John? It's going to be a progression up. We had one of my favorite stories is from a lady named Renee Christine. And Renee Christine is one of my one of my favorite heroes. She lives in Las Vegas. Uh, she's actually now married, but at the time she was single with three kids. And she was really, really struggling because she had trouble closing sales. She had trouble putting her programs together. And she did her first kind of mini launch and did a little mini webinar using some of my training, John. And she did $3,000. And for her, this was life-changing. That's a life-changer. So life-changing, in fact, that she is now known as, and trust me, this is with her permission, the crying girl. <laughs> Why is she known as the crying girl? And I have this on my blog. You can check it out, therisetop.com, and just click on my blog. You'll see it on there. But she 
uh, sent me a video literally bawling in the video that now she was able to get her kids some treats and do these different things. And this changed her entire world that she was literally starting to research homeless shelters, which makes me very, very uh, like it really tugs at the heartstrings because it's a real story. It's a real person, you know, that you're helping here, you know, and now fast forward a year later, she made that first $3,000. She started this year, 2015 that we're in right now did $200,000 in the first two months this year. Goodness. Plus, Okay, so it's all a progression up. And I think that's one of the key things that I like to share with people is the baby steps, baby steps, getting you to that first sale where you're doing a happy dance because you made that first sale and then getting you to sale two and and on and on and on. So for me, one of the biggest results was obviously just this um, this success and this pride of being able to help people. And, And I don't care what your course is on. You're helping people whether it's eliminate stress or get people healthier or save them time or save them money, whatever it is, you're helping people. And that is one of the most incredible feelings that you can have. Furthermore, on the business side, it really just changed my world because, you know, the revenue uh, coming in from this was more than we'd ever had. We we, we were doing multiple six figures in sponsorships, John, and we surpassed this just within a few months. Wow. You know, within a few months, first 24 months of selling online courses went from zero to a million in sales. Um, Then the next 12 months was over a million in those 12 months, right? And then it continues to grow from there. But- what it enabled me to do, for example, was hire my dad full time. So my dad works for my company. Uh, he's 65 years old. Not to Randy. Give him, not to give him a date. Not to give him a date. 65 <laughs> years old. Randy Garland. That's right. He's a legend. Uh, far cooler than I am by any means uh, <laughs> at all. I'm not cool at all. But he is the man. And he realized worked in the corporate world for you know, 35 plus years. And I thought he was kidding when he came to me and he said, you know, we should, we should, I, I would really like to come on board and, and work with you. And I, I was thought, I, I was like, okay, dad, that's hilarious. Anyway, right. you know, but then it started getting serious and serious. And now, you know, it's been able to change his world. He could work from home. You know, he can work from coffee shops. He doesn't have to get up at five in the morning and drive downtown or anything like that anymore. He gets to work. He loves working with the customers. He's in his robe half the time, um, <laughs> you know, you know, at home. He can come over and uh, babysit his granddaughter, Aviva, over here while he's working Perfect. with me, you know, and it's just like that's a special thing to be able to work with your dad like that. And for me, that was one of the game changing things that really I give credit to online courses for, because without that, I would be probably on the content trend mill and doing the sponsorship thing and maybe speaking all over. And I think that really reclaimed it. And the third thing, John, I really want to note on is just the freedom-based business that it creates. We all talk about that. We talk about it to such a degree that it's a cliche. Um, But the freedom business, freedom-based business is really about you get to make your own decisions. You get to work when you deem it necessary on your schedule with your revenue streams. And that's what it is. It's not about doing no work. Right. It's not about like, let's just ride off into the sunset and and that's it. Yes, there's work, of course, but it's on your terms Uh, and it's from where how you want to do it, when you want to do it and where you want to do it. And for me, that's given me freedom now, you know, to be home with my daughter if I want to or or go to the coffee shop or travel, whatever I want to do, whatever my wife wants to do, we can do. Um, And I give full credit to the business model for allowing us to do that because it wasn't like that before. Results. Fire Nation, this is what DSG is talking about right now. And this is what needs to really be getting your pulse quickening. This is what needs to be lighting that spark within you is that these are the results from taking 
these baby steps. Now, it's one thing to say baby steps for sure, DSG, but it's another thing to not even know where that first little eensy-weensy baby step is. And that's what we're going to be talking about next because this coming Thursday, April 30th at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, you and I, David, we're getting together. We're hosting a free workshop for Fire Nation. This free workshop is such a dialed-in workshop about creating awesome online courses. And side note, we're going to mention it again, Fire Nation, but eofire.com slash course. That's where you can snag your spot. And this is being done um, at, on GoToWebinar. So this is something you have to register for or you are not going to be offered a spot to this. So it's eofire.com slash course. Register there. You're going to get your spot. You'll be able to get all the information to be there on time at 2 p.m. Eastern this coming Thursday, April 30th. So DSG, let me pass it over to you. Kind of talk to us about this upcoming workshop that we're putting on together and and what you really are going to be offering and sharing with Fire Nation. Yeah, absolutely. So, so really, really excited about this one because it's, it's you know, my big mouth. What happens is once I, <laughs> once I learn something and I systemize it, I want to share it. You know, it's like one of those things and you're the exact same way. Totally. So we've got two big mouths with three Massive. names, John Lee Dumas and David Seth McGill on this one. So uh, very excited about this. And we're going to be going, you know, it's going to be an hour and a half-ish, maybe even a little longer because we'll get into some Q&A as well. And Huge. I'm happy to answer uh, questions. But here's exactly what you're going to learn on this webinar. So first and foremost, I'm going to teach you my seven-step process to create, promote, and profit from online courses. And I don't care where you're at now, whether you've sold something to your audience before, you've never sold anything to your audience before, you're building a small audience whatever it might be, we're going to go through the seven-step proven process. So you're not sitting there saying, well, I don't know what to do. We're going to talk about that survey. We're going to talk about the only question you need to ask your audience so that they will tell you exactly what to put in your course. Hey, why not? Have them do it, do it for you, right? Yeah. Um, how about the secret to pricing your course? This is one of the most popular things that I'm asked all the time. It's like, how do I find that sweet spot? We will go through a formula to explain exactly how to do this. This changed my business and I hope I can change your business on this on this training as well. Uh, also, we're going to talk about the biggest marketing and promotion mistake you can make and I am embarrassed to say <laughs> that I made this one, but don't worry. Don't worry, I'm not going to leave you hanging. John, I'm not going to do that to Fire Nation, Thank my you. friend, right? <laughs> it's not going to it's not going to be like here's the big mistake Best of luck, right? It's not going to be like that. I will tell you what to do instead so you can avoid that mistake. And, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. We're going to have live Q&A. We have a lot of stuff going on. So it, it's really going to be a blast. And I think what it's really going to do is demystify this process because I remember that this took me hundreds, if not thousands of hours to try to figure out from a million different sources, this and that and books and, and speeches and trainings and readings and all these different things. And what I've basically done is created it where you can now understand this um, and just demystify this and get going. So you don't have to go through all the money and time that I spent on it. Is it Thursday already? I mean, come on. I can't wait for this personally. And one thing I do want to note, we're going to keep it a secret, Fire Nation, but we have a killer gift for those of you unbelievable action takers who are live attendees. We love live attendees. We're going to call you out and shout you out by name, let you know where you're from. We're going to engage you, answer your questions, and we're also going to provide a killer gift for those live attendees. So make sure to clear that spot. And again, that's 
eofire.com slash course. You can sign up for this Thursday, April 30th at 2 p.m. Eastern for this free workshop on creating awesome online courses. The secret survey question, the pricing formula demystified, and avoid the biggest marketing mistake that you could possibly make and so much more. David, I want to hand it back over to you, my friends. Even though this is Entrepreneur on Fire, I want you, DSG, to close it down. So how do you want to leave us with a parting piece of guidance and say bon voyage? Wow, I love this one. I love being put on the spot by you. I love it. Yeah. It's making me it's making me tingly inside. So <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, my, my party piece of guidance is if this resonates with you, you know, come and create the time to come hang out with us. And I remember I was actually on a trip uh, last year, last January. So I was in January 2014, and I was in Tahiti of all places, uh, a few other people. So a rough job, someone had to do it. Yeah. Um, but w- with my wife, and I remember I shouldn't have been checking email, but I, I did it just on one day, okay, in Tahiti. And I saw a live training that I wanted to attend, and I literally attended it while sitting at the pool on a cruise in Tahiti. And, and what I've realized in business is that we make time for the things that we really want to learn and that we, we're passionate about or curious about. So I would highly encourage people to come hang out with us. And JLD, keep up the good work, my man. I'm always a big listener. I'm a fan of what you're doing. I'm always impressed with it. Um, and I'm always impressed with Fire Nation. So this is DSG signing off for JLD here on Entrepreneur on Fire. See you guys. And once again, Fire Nation, eofire.com slash course is going to take you to a place where you can get awesome resources on creating your online course all for free. The webinars come and gone, but the free resources still await eofire.com slash course. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Are you prepared to podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and sign up for our free 15-day podcast course today. Have an inspired day and ignite.